Drink your milk, boys. <laughs> <laughs> edition of the tie my skates podcast it's dg z johnny and coots and we are officially all back together again i feel like it's been you know at least a month since the four of us have been in a call together doing our podcast uh how are you guys doing coots specifically we haven't seen you in the longest time doing great i'm in the woods of tennessee drinking on some moonshine Hanging out, you know, in the Smoky Mountains, about two and a half hours away from Nashville. Doing good, boys. How you guys I, doing? I just want to interject, like, like the lead in there from DG, like in the longest time. I know that Billy Joel song is stuck in my head. You guys know what I'm in talking the about? That song no, for for the longest time. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, oh, yeah. well, not okay, Johnny's well, the dumb one. I'm going. No, I thought, Joel. If anything, I made a very good segue into Billy Joel, which everyone will appreciate. So you're welcome. For making your shitty intro better. It's a good thing this podcast is about Billy Joel. Dude, I'm so happy all the boys are back though. Me too. I'm just I happy to see like Coots's like face. What? Like it's just <laughs> like, and, like his little tidbits too that he just chimes in and just doesn't make any sense. I love it. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> he really is the glue to love this podcast, too, I think. I think he I'm really does bring guy. us all together. Domba Chase. Well, it's definitely not Chip DG. In, chip it out. <laughs> Coots has been the glue guy throughout his entire career playing hockey, haven't you? Danforth knew. Well, <laughs> oh, this should be good. I was actually the goal scorer, led the team every year. Depends what team, but my first year in the in the show, Jay, I call it with Danforth. Yeah, I was a little bit of a third line uh, plugger, you know. <laughs> Wait, so why were you were you his center for a game? When One you scored game? five goals, <laughs> I thought you were yeah. in for a season. Well, he's on the third line. I don't think Dan was Dan. Yeah, I don't think Dan. Danforth no, Dan nah, definitely Dan- first line. Dano was first line. That <laughs> guy was obviously. So, but no, when you- I had a five goal game, I have no idea what happened. I blacked out. I had a dream. Remember the night before, I had a dream yeah, of scoring yeah. goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I dream. scored goals. Just brought it to reality. What. But was it was he on your line? Did he assist on any of those goals? Can't, I honestly can't remember. Okay. I I don't. I think I was actually still a third liner, and Dude, everything. You scored five goals on the third line. That's pretty nice. Pretty yeah. nice. I'm I could sure even more the fourth line because before that game, I only had like two points in like twenty five games. So <laughs> 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 it, the the league was tough. I never. I was you know I was a big fish in a small pond. I go up to Canada. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, these boys can play. He really likes to bin a Jed when he pats his stats against the Flyers. He does nothing the rest of the year. Then he just gets nine I'm points like, against us. I'm like J- Joe Thornton's first year when he had like six points. We had like six points in 70 games. You're the jumbo? In the NHL. You're, jumbo, you're yep. You're the you're Hall of Famer, huh? You're just comparing. I was a better goal first scorer. First ballot though. Hall of Famer. That's... A better goal scorer at a lower level, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Jumbo probably has... Double the amount, numbers. triple the amount of assists that it does goals. I think when they interview Jumbo about who he compares himself to, he probably brings up Kuzi. I would assume. Honestly, not Sean Couturier. I, I, I'm more of a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing. No, no comment there. <laughs> All right, let's roll into some news and notes. Spent way Our... too much time on that. Our first segment of the night. Uh, obviously, we're going to start with some non-Flyers news, uh, that being the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Union. Basically, the Saturday from hell, both teams losing in the, the championship Saturday game, with a D, not championship a T. Series. You get it? The Saturday? Like Saturday. Saturday? No, a Saturday with a, with a D instead of a T, like sad or day. Haha. Point one for me, DG good. doesn't understand, so... No, I get it. That's, <laughs> you want me to spell a, it every letter for you? That's a dad joke, so you're definitely prepared for that for that life. No, no, keep going, <laughs> please. No, keep going. I mean, what is there to say? I mean, I'm not a baseball fan. Uh, I'm not a soccer fan. Uh, but, you know, as a Philadelphia sports fan, you obviously want your your teams to win championships. And when both teams lose 
in the championship or World Series in one day, it's not a good look. It's a dark and it gives a lot of ammo for people and other places that hate Philadelphia to dish shit on us more. But I mean, I feel like we're well equipped as a city to take that kind I of mean, shit talk. Dude, if what, this is what, what has it? if this is what has to happen for a Stanley Cup, I mean, okay. Dude, I would allow every single one of our teams to I don't know, die. I don't I don't know a word, but I would do anything for a Stanley Cup. So I'm I'm in with that. I would like someone to figure out the probability of two of your let's say five major sports teams making both making it to the championship and both losing the final in the same on the same day yeah i I would like to see the probability of that happening i'm assuming it's like less than (laughs) 0.0001 yeah like what are the fucking odds that was a crazy day and to lose in fucking penalty kicks yeah i mean uh i don't know exactly what happened but i believe they were up and then they allowed them to tie the game really late in the game. And then they, you know, lose the game in penalty kicks. Do you guys like that idea? I know none of us no, are really big so soccer guys. Dumb. Never on a yeah. skills competition. The World it's Cup like, is the same yeah. way. The Olympics are the same way. That's crazy. It's so dumb. It's Golden like having goal the, it's like having so the shootout. It's like having the shootout in the playoffs. Like we that would, would ne- and the NHL would never do that. Because the like after lose every game, like after <laughs> after one hundred after the hundred twentieth minute, just make it literally just a, our next goal wins, just end it after the next goal. Allow no more extra time, nothing. It's game over. That that's called golden goal, Johnny. What a yeah, joke. but but it's also like fuck you. In soccer, that could take like the scoring <sighs> chances are you know way less often than in hockey, obviously. There's, there's like two total surface. goals per game in soccer. So it's so. like if you keep going, that game could go on for a while. I That's know we've fine. Seen, Pretty we've cool. Seen playoff games go six, six. Uh, Pretty OTs cool tidbit. Like didn't Columbus and I think it was Tampa five. do that? They went five. I think it was five OTs so almost, two years so ago. They almost in the, played in the two games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I prefer that because then the better team comes out, the best conditioned team comes out, and they actually earn a championship instead of being gift wrapped to the championship based off skills, kicking a couple balls into a net from fifteen. A huge ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, the Union only scored, I think, once in those penalty kicks against their backup against the backup goalie. So I can't believe we're focused. I can't believe we're focusing on the Union right now out of any of the teams. So we're talking more about. I just don't. I rather not talk about the Phillies because that was a little bit harder. I just was going to say I was. I spent the whole day at McGillan's. Little warm up game. Little dip, 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 da, dip, dip, dip. In uh. Best goal song there is. I'll insert. I'll insert the goal song. No, yeah, we hear you, kids. And now he's. But gone. yeah, no. Um... <laughs> so we don't hear you. Never mind. South Park and uh, now early it's on, gone. little warm up. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Phillies. We've been talking too much about soccer. Uh, the Phillies were up two one in the World Series with two more games at home and they end up losing both of them in Bryce's house. And then obviously the third in Houston. So they get, they lose the world series after losing three straight games. Very unfortunate. Again, I'm not a baseball guy. I know Johnny is a diehard Yankees fan and knows a little bit more about baseball than the rest of us, but (laughs) I got to think that we just didn't have the bats. Like I, I felt like the Phillies were fucking smacking the ball around in the earlier stage of the playoffs. And then they just went cold and they just weren't doing much. Those last couple games. First off, I love the Phillies too. So shut up. Secondly. Yeah. They got no hit in game three. It's like, it's just, it's what everyone else expected. They're the, the, the Houston's bullpen. pitching was yeah. going to take them as far as, as they were going to go. And they just dominated those three games. Like they shut down the Phillies offense, like hand over fist. It was crazy. They got they scored I think three runs in the last three games in the last twenty seven innings I think they went like nine for ninety four the Phillies did in the past in the last three games which is horrendous which is like an eighty three batting average it's just like the 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 Houston's pitching is crazy yeah I've never seen anything ridiculous. as dominant like that like it's especially in the World Series when you had a chance to see guys multiple times that did not help the Phillies crazy and, and literally they they just held off the Phillies offense until. The Phillies pitchers, you know, made a mistake and they could pounce on him. 
I gotta say, like though, if it was like like it's just in the last three games they showed such like little fight, just because that how like dominant the pitching was that yeah. it's like it almost made it easier to kind of accept once game six came around, but not really, just because you thought all this time they were a team of destiny, you wanted them to win so bad, and it's just like I, I like at a snap of a finger, it's just oh like now it's over, two games short. Good season though. You got to think that hopefully build off that. Trey Turner, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, and allegedly that that uh guy that's gonna get posted from the Japanese league. Oh yeah, forget his name, Masataka Yoshida. I think his name is. I really hope you're right. No, it is. Look it up. Yeah, I'm right. Fine. Right. Uh, let's, let's talk about some good news. You know, after the the sad sadder day from hell, as Johnny likes to put it, okay, okay. Philadelphia bounced back real quick with uh, none other than the the chicken guy. Eats forty rotisserie chickens in forty straight days. Had a huge crowd for day forty, and basically brought this city back up from the depths of hell. And <laughs> we found a way to get together and celebrate a dude eating fucking rotisserie chicken every single fucking day for 40 days. It was impressive. It was impressive. I don't, I mean, I can't say that it brought me fully back. I can't say that. (laughs) But uh, It helped. It It had to help. It it sure distracted me for 10 minutes online as I looked, as I tried (laughs) to read more into this story. Because it was, uh, it was something good for him. I I put him on the the Philly greats. Right on the top pedestal. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. There's no Iverson. Honestly, when this city needed him the Nick most, Foles, he did come through. Chicken guy. Say. That's only three, bro. That's only <laughs> three. I'm just saying he's up there. You want to throw a flyer in there, maybe? Yeah, just Bobby for the Clark. sake of this podcast. Uh, Bernie Bernie Bernie. <laughs> Bobby Clark. Bobby Clark Bernie. Bernie. You know? Up there. He's up there with them. Any of the Hall of Famers that have played for this organization? Claude Giroux. Big E. Boo. Whoa. Oh, DG, why'd you boo your fair player? This guy's this guy chicken guy's lucky that like it went viral because imagine doing that and no one showing up. <laughs> oh dude, that would have been devastating. Like hiring cops and stuff and no one gets no one. Honestly, knows. Philly had his back. That's good. Honestly, good for Philly too for supporting the guy. I don't think there's anybody in the entire world that would do something like this other than a man from this city. I'd like to know where specifically exactly. in Philly. Like is he a South Philly guy or I think yeah, so. I don't know. Is where he a Nolo guy? What docks? Oh, that was at? like South Philly. The South Philly docks down there. I was yeah, in South yeah, Philly. by the Walmart. Went to the Birds game. Got an Angelo's cheesesteak. Really good. Nice. Whoa. No, no pizza. Dave gave it like a nine. No, I didn't. Two. Didn't I know? I didn't. Didn't. Didn't get their pizza. Just the cheesesteak. It was good. I still. I'll put it at two, just because I feel like everyone put puts Angelo's at one that goes there. So I just wanted to do it to be different. I put Jim's one, then Angelo's, then Steve's Prince of Steaks. Top three. Steve's is great. What about Delisandro's? I've gone to Delisandro's because I live right across the bridge from uh, from Delisandro's. I've had it so many times. It's just, I don't know. I'm not I'm too familiar. Do you guys hear that? Johnny lives right across the bridge from Delisandro's in case you're cutting that out. <laughs> I got to try John's roast pork. Yeah, John's roast pork. I heard say. that's good. I got to, all right, yeah. I'm making a note of that because I've heard should, that that one's You should really get a Nick's good. roast beef. Fucking fire hot roast beef sandwiches. I'm not a roast beef guy. No, you will be once you try the sandwich. It's good. Don't tell me what to do. Hey, yo. <laughs> All right, let's get into some Flyers news. Uh, I'm going to start with a little humble brag that Cam Atkinson liked my tweet today. It was kind of no cool. No one gives a shit. Like my tweet over the summer. It's a cool thing. Cool. Anytime. Uh, I, I literally run a fucking dumbass Twitter account. The fact that a professional hockey dumb. player actually wanted to like my tweet. It's kind of cool. Um, I basically, I think it, it was, uh, hey, Cam, just checking in to make sure you're alive. And he let me know by liking the tweet that he is indeed alive and well. So hopefully we'll see him soon. Dude, I was going to say, we had Danforth and Luff on, and neither of them liked the tweets about them. So yeah, I know. It's <laughs> to throw them <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> so it's pretty cool that. Game I'll game give it to them. Speaking of throwing them both under the bus, they're both <laughs> getting knocked around. He got cheap shotted by, by the number one overall pick, Slavkovsky, I think. Uh, yeah. If that's how you pronounce his name. 
No, he got boarded pretty badly there, and then he got another. Uh, he got injured one earlier, I think, a couple weeks earlier. Yeah, so. let's just uh, jump to the post game, Johnny. <laughs> Our pod might be bad luck. Uh, sometimes I wish well, our typical podcast Johnny's was video because I love the reactions that we get. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay, dude. We can do the end of the podcast now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ten minute episode, boys. Sorry, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but um, all right. Another thing, me, DG, Z, and Johnny will all be in attendance this Saturday at the Drew return game against Ottawa. One o'clock game. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. All going to be there. All going to witness his return. Yeah, I I want to see DG cry. I think it'll happen. <laughs> I'm not going to cry at his return. Uh, yes, you will. No, I he's going to so. score. He's going to point right up at you. Yeah, because he knows me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cam, his, his wife he's going to th- he's going to grab the puck from the ice and throw it up to you and just be like this all is the way in, on row fourteen of the second level. He's going to chuck it all out there. He's got, <laughs> Wait a you want to give him your social security number too? He didn't say what section. Um, yes, he did. He said it after. <laughs> oh, did you say the section? I said the second bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't say oh, I thought you said no. Never mind. I heard There's something like, that I wanted to. Anyway, I hope the same thing happens in the last Ottawa game. G scores and then we win the game. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fine. That'd be good. Just as long as we win. Yeah, I think someone dick, mentioned. It's just it's like once your team starts, you're just addicted to them winning. It's crazy because like I'm not even mad that we're winning games. I love it. I'm having fun every yeah. single game. It's Why crazy. would you be mad that we're? winning games like i'm no i know i'm not but like some people are like we should be losing for the higher tank i was like dude fuck you we'll get into that i guess in a little bit yeah we i mean we will get into it a little bit but like completely agree with you like dude you don't tank you just fucking win hockey games like i don't get it but we'll get into it when we talk about the flyers record so far and such but yeah us three will be cootsless at the the flyers game this saturday sadly kind of like the flyers um (laughs) We lost our coots. Let's see what you did there. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> such a good one, DG. Coots is too busy in the sticks of Tennessee, drinking moonshine. All right, let's get into some Flyers updates. Uh, we are currently twelve games into the season, and our record is seven, three, and two. Shout out! Quite a good start to the season. A start that essentially nobody expected. I know we started well the past two seasons and it went downhill later on, but I just don't see that happening this year. Um, the fact that we're honestly not playing the the greatest hockey in the world, but still finding ways to churn out points. Um, and it's not like we have AV or whatever, as our coach, we got, we got torts and you got to think this team is only going to improve upon itself as the season goes on. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I, I'd agree with the that last part. Um, Just the last part. I could definitely see them only the last a, part. I could definitely see them hitting a slump. Oh yeah, dude, that's yeah. gonna happen. We haven't hit that slump yet, and you know that's gonna. Oh, happen Oh, not the sustainable, unsustainable conversation that's sweeping Flyers Twitter right now. Well, not that. I'm just saying, like, they were also playing like shit up until maybe like halfway through the Ottawa game, and then that's the true. last game against St. Louis, they played really well. And that was the Louis, best game of the season. Yeah, and St. Louis most complete game this yeah, year, yeah. Um, which was Coots' prediction. Um, so I think good. I think we're on a high of like that St. Louis game, and maybe not I, remembering the games before that where Carter Hart had to play under like out of his mind. But if you find somewhere in between there, then it is sustainable. Obviously, I mean it's just it's encouraging that. Well, even though I I would attribute like the majority of those seven wins to Carter Hart probably all six of his wins but you know it's just it's it's finding key ways to win games in different ways but having said that i think they've all won those six in the same way <laughs> now that i've said it by having a heart stopper in that yeah so, i mean right as well oh sandstrom finally got the win that but that wasn't like like he played well enough to deserve wins in his other starts. Yeah, no, I agree. It was just the, the team second just took back a shit to back. in front of him. Well, yeah, they were always they at the back. Yeah, back to back. That's so. Really I mean, that makes back. that makes kind of sense. Yeah, I don't think he's ever played. I don't. Maybe there was like one game where he played poorly in there, but either way, the goaltending's been really good. 
no matter who's been starting there. So encouraging. Yeah, so talking about goaltending, let's bring up or Carter Hart's stats. History. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring up Carter Hart's stats. Uh, Johnny, you mentioned he's got six wins. Uh, he's played eight games, so he's 6-0-2. Has yet to get a regulation loss on the season. Pretty good. Not a big deal. Uh, he has 1.97 goals allowed average and a 0.946 save percentage, which those numbers are Vesna numbers. Uh, that's just fact. And if he can sustain this for the entire season, obviously it's quite a stretch, but I don't know. Maybe this is the year Carter gets his first Vesna because we know what kind of goaltender he is and He's going to win at least one Vesna in his career, if I had to guess. So so far, so good this season. Yeah, he might never lose a hockey game again in regulation. He, he yeah, I mean, he would have to, I like, I don't, those numbers aren't sustainable, I don't think, but they could be. And if, no. if oh, he, here if, we go, yeah. here we go. <laughs> I'm saying, he, uh, how many I would times have we, we would... said the word sustainable in the past five minutes? A few times. I'm wondering. But... Word of the pod. If he does have those numbers, I'm assuming we make the playoffs. But I think that's the, like the only way he would win the Vesna. I don't. I don't think they give it to a goalie that wasn't in the playoffs, even though it's a regular season award. It's oh, just... I don't know if I agree with that. I think there have been goalies in the past that haven't made the playoffs that have won it. I don't have any to name, but like that doesn't seem. You don't have any facts to back up your opinion. Exactly. I'm just throwing out an empty <laughs> claim and hoping it sticks and hoping you guys agree with me. But and maybe one of you guys remember. I don't but know, it could be, but. I agree with you. I just don't know who they would be. I do. Um, Let's talk about your boy, though. Yeah, you want? I mean, we talked about him last episode. Might as well talk about him again. Seems like it's going to be a recurring theme because he's the best player on the team, not named Shut Carter. Up, dude. Travis Konechny leads the team in points. Fourteen points in twelve games. Uh, of those, eh, some people do. Uh, of those 14 points, five Genos, nine Apples, on a 35-goal pace-ish, 12 games into the season, that's not sustainable. I suspect he'll <laughs> no get way. somewhere around 25. Um, but Probably. fucking six start to the season over a point per game. He's clearly, a uh, quote from Torts, been the most consistent player on this team so far this season. You know what my favorite Travis Konechny stat is so far this season? Don't say the plus-minus. 38 shots on goal leads the team. That is what we want to see. That is perfect. Do not change that. Facts, 13.2 shooting percentage, which don't quote me, but last year I think it was hovering around seven. So like he is taking a lot better shot choices and he's scoring a lot more often. For example, and he's shooting a lot more often. Yeah. And that goal last night, uh, the play between him and Tippett, and then he like basically goes cross ice and shoots it back left and scores. Yeah. I think it was the second goal of the game. What a fucking goal. That was sick. well, dude. Last year he passes that puck back to Tippett 100 yeah. percent Last year. And this time he holds it, shoots it far side. Beautiful shot, beautiful play. Good job by Tippett too on that play to just Drive to draw the defense yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm loving Tippett on that line, and he's you know, seven games played, three uh, three goals, boy, two assists. So, he, I mean, he's only played seven games. He has five points. It's pretty good. Um, rocking that black eye and the palest skin you've ever seen. Oh, uh, black eye is fucking sick. Yeah, those pictures are awesome. But him, him, and TK and and Hazy are getting some chemistry, which I like to see. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I agree. It allows room for guys like Farabee on the second line, and then when uh when Atkinson finally comes back we could potentially have two pretty solid lines on this team because as you guys know, Kevin Hayes is a two C in this league. There we go again. <laughs> but so I, I will say admittedly, someone I, I do want to see a little bit more out of is Farabee. Um, just in regards to, I know, I know it's like tough with the lines being shoveled and him not being on a set line, like, like, uh, like TK and, and Hayes are, but uh, in regards to the offensive zone, in regards to maybe creating something on the power play, I would like to see a little bit more so far. But like I said, small sample size, 12 games in, a lot of time. Yeah, I would attribute that a little bit to the fact that he he did come off 
surgery and he didn't get to do like participate in training camp. So maybe the slow start makes sense from that standpoint. Um, he also did have like a game or two with Hayes and TK, but I don't think it really panned out that well. And I think Tippett, the way he's been playing, has earned the spot on that top line, at least for the time being. So Yeah, no, don't yeah, don't touch that line. I yeah. love that line. That's that's good. Coots, that's your boy Tippett. I believe he was your sleeper pick a few episodes ago. How do you feel about oh, that? Oh yeah. I I love the way he's playing. And and back to Travis real quick. Like I just love the confidence he's playing with. He's finding that 2009 confidence again and that swagger. And like, I'm so happy. This is what. <laughs> Did you say 2009? Or two, 2019. 2019. You know what I meant. I don't think he was um, born yet. But yeah, and then Tippett. <laughs> dude. <laughs> and then Tippett's looking really good. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. I was, uh, you know? from firsthand experience, I was at the, the Blues game the other night last night but obviously when people are listening to this it's a few nights ago um just the way he skates and handles the puck and just like carves into the ice with his skates like i don't want to say it reminds me of mckinnon a little bit but like he fucking the way he plays i'm like this dude has a whole other level that we don't even we haven't even fucking glimpsed yet the way he can play and i was telling go ahead I was getting in arguments with like the 14 Panthers fans out there. They're like, no way. I'm like, dude, when he carries the puck, man, he motors and he has a rip. Of he a gets shot. faster when he has, he has the like, puck. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much, man. It's just like, but I, and I love to see his game kind of coming into fruition a little bit here. And and I'm excited. I think he can get, you know, 50 point, 50, 60 point range. I really feel that. He's got five and 12. So. No, I seven. mean, he's played. He's only played seven games. And seven, he was injured. No, yeah, he's got three goals. I like that he got that lucky goal at the end of the game the other day. Hit off the goalie's yeah, yeah, shoulder yeah. and like flipped. Hey, that was a great shot. Power. It was a great Power. He earned that heavy, goal, and it was like heavy high block or shoulder. Yeah, heavy shot. That's good. Heavy shot. Now, awesome. how about? Are there any guys that? Uh, oh, Listen. speaking of of back to 2019 form. Also, how about Ivan Provorov, fellas? Yeah, this guy just needs looks a D partner. really good. Really you, good. You don't talk about him during games or hear which him mentioned much, but which, you love that, which is a which good is thing good. for defense. Yeah. Hey, he's six, good six assists in 12 games, too. So he's, he's quietly been there very, very good. Yeah. I, I'm more impressed with his play defensively in the zone. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's he's shutting down. Like he's not allowing any high. I mean, you see most of the chances happen to you know a pair that I guess we'll mention in a little bit. But you know, it's it's I think him and Tony D. I think those two are playing pretty well together. I, I gotta say, I think part of it is that he's not fucking you know playing top power play, so he can rest during that time. You know, that could be definitely a, a theory that we can float that we can just more float out there. That's not not bad. I don't hate it. I like that Tony D is our power play one because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's producing. <laughs> you but... can get the puck through. Yeah. So do we I really talk? like. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I'd really like to think that that Provorov is like, you know, benefiting from the Torts factor. Like I could just see Torts sitting down with Provorov, saying, "Hey, listen, you know, we need you. We need you to play your game to to go back to you know your style of play where you're just like controlling the play." without the puck not just with the puck but without the puck start with that and then when you have the puck the play will come to you so and i think that's what's what's happening Provorov is just playing so well without the puck that it's leading to offensive chances well dude torts is having all six of those defensemen eating pucks back there dude they they're averaging averaging 20 blocks a game it reminds me of the rangers team torts used to you torts used to have uh, when he was coaching the Rangers, when they had like Girardi eating like Lee year, they had McDonough, Del Zotto, crazy. Speaking of blocks, I'm going to run down some of the block shot stats here. Um, Provorov with 39 block shots, D'Angelo with 25 block shots, Nick Sealer, 26 block shots, Sanheim, 28 block That's shots. That's surprising, but I'm Noah happy to Cates, see it. 17 block shots. That's impressive. Get to your points, Wings. I like Noah. 
Allison has 13, Connecting has 11. Like they're 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 selling the body. It also means they fucking never have the puck, but they're <laughs> <laughs> and they're letting up a lot of shots. Was that to say it means where they're allowing a lot of shots taken? Yeah. Well, me, I'm, pretty sh- I'm pretty I'm sure pretty the sure. Flyers. No, go for it, TG. Uh, pretty sure the Flyers are top five in the league in shots allowed so far this season. So it makes well, yeah, sense that we have yeah. to Carter Hart, shots. Carter Hart has 30 saves every single game. So and so yeah. does Sandstrom. That's not the point right now, okay? <laughs> But, uh, do we want to talk uh, Rasmus and uh, Travis? Yeah, let's do it. So they're they fucking suck, right? <laughs> they're not playing. <laughs> what a good segue. I mean, uh, those two are uh, what struggling with the magic from last year, dude. They were so good last year together. Or, well, I guess they were off and on last year too. But they, they, I thought they were finding it towards the end of last year. Especially Sanheim, dude. Like Sanheim hasn't Sanheim's looked himself since last year. Maybe Sanheim. I don't um, want to see him play with Braun anymore, though. No, I don't. No, no good. I don't want to play. I don't want to like like back up Sandheim or anything here. But like, don't you think the the fact after you sign a fifty million dollar contract, you, you might have a little too much pressure on yourself to perform? Um, that's just the way I'm thinking. And I feel like he has played better of late. And then I did mention he's got twenty eight block shots. He's, I mean, he's second on the team in block shots. He he might not yeah, be producing but... offensively, but at least he's getting his body in the way when it comes to the defensive zone. It, yeah, it's not his, it's not his you best. I don't think you can isolate that and say like he's playing well defensively because he's not really playing that well defensively. He got war- walked by someone. I forget, but it was Tavares, horrible. Tavares. Yeah, dude, that was so bad. It's I'm like pretty sure, pretty sure Tavares guy... walked Coots a few years back when he was on the Islanders. Yeah, he did. No, yeah, and, so, and but... over time. Yeah. Uh, was it only? Well, I mean, it happened. Or was it on the lead? Oh, whatever it doesn't matter. Well, whatever. But you know, it's it's like you know, you want to see at least him play well on one side of the puck, but it seems like as though he's struggling on both sides right now. And maybe that's because Ristolainen has also been horrible. Um, it's tough when you when you're thinking in the back of your mind. I mean, it should be different because this is the second year they're playing together. You should have a little bit more trust in that. But when you see the uh, you know, your defensive partner, um, not turn or turning the puck over at a very um historic rate i would say uh yeah that's it's it can creep in the back of your mind you start overplaying your position and maybe that's the case what's happening like we said but yep but like risto like it's like he started the season late right late because he was injured so that i think this is them just those little growing pains of Yenbeck used to playing with each other i think it's just going to take a couple games I agree with that. And also, and... I was, I'm, yeah, before I was gonna say, yes, yeah, like I said, small sample size, especially because Risto's only played five games. So. Yeah. And since we are talking about Risto here, uh, we should mention that he was healthy scratched by Torts for yeah. a game, uh, due to his piss poor play. Um, which is good to see. Good oh, to see. Yeah. That's exactly why we. That's why we hired Torts. Uh, but he did come back against the Blues, and I think arguably had one of his better games. It was the best game of the year for the Flyers, in my opinion. I think best game of the year for Risto as well. Maybe best game as a Flyer. He had like two or three blocks Risto. in one sequence during that game. He was throwing he was the playing. There. He was playing the Risto game well, yeah. and if he's yeah. playing that game, he's playing well, and he has to continue to consistently do that. I believe uh, also Wade Allison was scratched at one point, right? Am I making that up, or did he just get? Yeah, oh, I think he just got benched. That's it. Wait, Allison. Did he? Because Torts, Torts, because Torts had a quote. He was like, "Yeah, if he keeps playing north south, he's going to north south his way onto the bench." Uh, yeah, but I don't think he like actually that. benched him. I <laughs> no, I think that. he did. No, that's no, a no, funny quote. That's funny. Um, I mean, well, hey, what, what about like? Working. <laughs> it's working. Go ahead, Kuti. I was just going to say, well, what about like? McEwen getting sent down and coming up and playing good on that yeah. fourth line. Dude, he's made he's every semi. single game worth it for himself. Yeah. He's been doing a great job. Fighting. I don't yeah. I think Torts loves him now. I and mean, I think that he handled like getting yeah. sent down to begin the season like as a professional came up. He's got three goals. Yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. Well he's Torts is he lit up player. the NHL. He he fucking can forecheck like crazy and he's physical and will fight. And can he's, snipe. he's kinda he's kinda quick. Yeah. Too. Yeah, he's pretty quick. Um, what's going on, with Morgan Frost? Is he the first person sent down when like Cam comes back or 
Coots comes back or whatever. If they have well, considering Torts loves Noah Cates too, and Cates is also three years younger. Or no, they're the same age. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't see any. How many times are we gonna discuss Morgan Frost? Well, he's he's like effective. Like, what are his minutes right now? Like he's playing fourth line center, right? He's without the twelve, with the uh, 12 yeah. minutes a game, thirteen minutes a game on average. Okay, but he was playing like second line those first few games. The first few games, I I don't think Power he's played play, as but... well as he should have. But he also hasn't been giving the greatest line mates. But that's like a dumb excuse because it's like earn your fucking spot, earn the. Well, good who's he been mates. playing with recently? Sedlak and Delorier. Yeah, I. What are you gonna do there? <laughs> you know oh yeah flyers claimed uh lucas sedlak from uh from the kings <laughs> also yeah just throwing that, that out did, there that did happen my thing with morgan frost is i like you watch the games and he makes some really good plays like a, like a couple really good plays but then the rest of the game you just don't notice him at all and it's completely different from a defenseman that you don't notice if you don't notice the forward that means they're straight up just not in the play yeah. at all you want to see the forward you want to see the forward make mistakes because that at least means they're like attacking the puck and trying to create offense but you just don't see it that often it's little spurts from him and then that's it which you know i don't think well, I, is gonna take he does make it. some bad he does make some bad mistakes i've seen he some does. bad turnovers that lead to like two on ones three on ones and stuff towards towards just won't put up with that yeah towards yeah we'll have none of that horrible yeah so um wait I, i'm curious I'm, to, to i'm i was curious to know i i don't i don't know z were you going to say something on the same subject i was going to talk about said lie i was going to okay, say yeah, like that that just he's gonna... he's shown more than morgan frost in the in the games he's been here yeah no he's been effective he's always around the net which is awesome yeah. and, he, and he's just scored a goal um what's called in that 5-1 game against the blues yeah um just by being in front of the net, great play by Braun on that too. Play too. But I was going to ask you guys. Well, does anyone else have anything else to say on Sedlak? I was going to ask you guys. What are your expectations on Kiefer Bellows? That's very intriguing. Yeah, that was, was like a very under the too. radar, under the radar type thing. I was so excited for for this guy right out of the draft, just because he lit it up in World Juniors, but he hasn't found it in the NHL yet. I mean, I love that we that we claimed him. That's perfect. Yeah. That's the stuff you want to do with with this type of team. This you know, take a chance on a young guy like that. Not too noticeable. First three games. Didn't play last game, I don't believe. No, but didn't. um I don't know. I'm curious to see what uh what do you guys think? I think maybe when well if Coots comes back this year, maybe Cam. Once we get uh, like the regular some of the regular fours back, JVR, and the team sort of slots down into the like right order. If he's playing who I don't I don't remember who he played with his games, but Maybe if he's playing with uh, Cates and Allison or something like that, he could get going. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's good. Would that be third or fourth line? I would put down the third line, and I would keep like McEwen, Deloria, and whoever together. Sedlak. Yeah, Sedlak on the fourth line. And I'd Morgan Frost would be off the roster. And Lazinski would too. Lazinski's back. He's healthy for – well, he's played nine games. But he's also a guy that's been in that lineup that hasn't been too – you you know you want guys like that like I guess the Cates the Frost the Lisinski like you want these guys to like take a little bit more advantage of playing in these games yeah uh but like you know it's I guess it's kind of tough when each are like averaging ten minutes of ice time yeah I mean game, Cates but... has been good in like the in the few shifts he's had I mean out of know... those three out of those three yeah. it's definitely Cates has been the most assuring one yeah. He has two goals and assists in 12 games, only three points, but he makes amazing defensive plays. And he only has seven shots on the year. I think he just needs to shoot the puck more when he has it. I mean, he has a 20, almost 30% shooting percentage. <laughs> two goals, seven yeah, shots. Two goals on seven pretty, shots. It's pretty I'm pretty decent. Say, I'm just going to say it. That's not sustainable. But yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, DG. I think Kate's, like, is the perfect example of I'm not looking for him to, like, put up a boatload of points. I, I want him to be making the right hockey plays to be making those good defensive stick plays being a great role player. And then like in the next couple of years, he can take that step. Like how, so you're, how saying old young is this guy? you're saying young coots. Yeah. And I mean, he kind of resembles that in a way. I know, I, I know I called him little, uh, Mike Richards jr. Little a few episodes ago. I still believe it. Um, 
obviously that's a, those are big shoes to fill, but he's just got that good hockey mind and good stick out there on the ice. I, I just, you know, I, I see it just a tad. Yeah. He's yeah only you, just threw, you threw that comparison out all willy nilly, didn't you? Listen, when other people start stealing that thought, like evil gritty, I want it to be known that I said it first. <laughs> Don't think you got to worry about that one. <laughs> yeah. Roast. Got me. All right, let's uh let's roll into the next segment. We're going to talk about the leaders on this team. Um, obviously, Scott Lawton is the lone assistant captain Woo! on the team at the moment. Um, so there's clearly some trust there with Torts. Uh, if you guys saw the video of him calling Lots over to talk to him at practice, he clearly values his opinion, and Lots is obviously a big leader on this team. Um, another leader that just came to light. Through Torts' quote, he talked about Travis Konechny and how he leads by example. Um, and if there were to be a leadership group at some point this season, that he would probably be a part of that group. So as a as the number one TK fan on Twitter, kind of love to hear that. He did elaborate that it was very unlikely to happen to have that leadership group, though. Like this, a, and I he did say, and, and, some, and an important part of that also is that like, I think it was, an, it made me kind of think and consider it like this. Like, the beginning of that quote was like, he's never been asked to be a leader. He's so like, doesn't. now with all, the, yeah. with now with all these young guys, you know, I think that's important. And I think it says a lot about uh, TK as a, as a, as an off the ice guy, not just the on ice uh, performance that we've been noticing, also that we discussed earlier. I'm not, I've never been like a supportive of Lots being the captain. I just think your captain should be the best player on your team. So I would rather have it be Coots or possibly TK. I don't think they would. He would jump from not being assigned captaincy to being the captain. I don't think but, I agree with that at all. I don't think not I agree with that picks. either. Z, that is a rare cold take. Okay, it's a rare I, cold take. I think you suck now. I might put DG ahead of you. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. You have but us ranked, I Johnny. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I do in my head. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw Team TK or Team Lots here, and I assumed it meant for captaincy. Uh, that's yeah, just was... a fun little game we're gonna play yeah. okay well yeah right, we jumped the gun there ah you did it now but i think <laughs> i actually think it's like more assured because like before the season when we were like going back and forth on twitter and i think the majority of twitter was like why isn't scott lawton be the captain? you know he's out he's been there for a long time he's, sh- he's been showing leadership qualities the past couple seasons but like obviously he's never been called to that role but like i think it's more assuring that he kind of has taken that role on like on his own especially with coots out of the lineup and guys like Ryan Ellis out of the lineup too. Who? Uh, Who? If he ever exists. Yeah. I have no idea, but you know, it's, it's just, it's more, it's assuring that that's happening and that torts is also seeing it. It just impresses me a little bit more. Yeah. I got to say, I also do not agree with Z like <laughs> we're, cutting, best, we're cutting it. The, the best <laughs> cutting player, it. Nah, 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 nah. the best player on the team does not need to be the captain. I didn't we'll go for example. Yes, you did. That's verbatim what you said. What you said. Let's go to the Colorado Avalanche <laughs> as example. Nathan McKinnon is not the captain of that team. Yes, he is the assistant captain. McCarr is not the captain of that team. It's Landeskog, the but pure leader in the locker room and he on the He was the, the ice. best player on the team when he was assigned captain. Duchesne was there at that point. I'm a, a pure believer that the best player remember. does not need to be captain. It's the guy. It probably has to be a pretty good player. It can't be like, you know, a nobody on the team, but it has to be a guy that in the locker room on the ice exhibits the qualities of a leader. And they don't necessarily have to be the best player. They just have to bring the team together and help them play better as a unit. I'm saying selfishly for me, I want the, captain on the team to be the best the most the best player and like a name that other people on who follow other teams know who he is rather than him just being like the flyers captain guy scott lawton whoever that is do you think your opinion yeah do you think that is one man's opinion is i i I I bet you people who I mean, casual hockey fans don't know who Scott Lawton yeah. is, but people casual like Flyers us, obviously, know we know. That's true. I I got to think that other uh, other fans around the league know who Scott. Hey, I might disagree. I might disagree with that, DG. I don't think people would know who Scott Lawton is. Did you know who Anders Lee was before he was the Islanders captain? 
That's a good uh, example. Ooh, what a roast. All right, go off, Gigi. Roast him, roast him, roast him. I don't know because I don't remember the time when I had that knowledge. He was Kevin when you you found out he was a guy. That's all I'm saying. Probably. Yeah, you're correct. But he's a good captain. And look at that Islanders team. They're pretty – they're not bad at all. We're – I don't know. Okay, I guess I lost that round, guys. You did. You, uh, you got knocked the fuck out. Is there anybody else that fits that leadership bill other than TK, Lots, Cootsie? Hazy. Hazy. Yeah. I throw Hazy in there for uh, talking to the refs and just if morale. He's still, if he's still playing this well, as sustainable across the season, I got to throw Provorov in there. Fucking maybe Carter Hart? <laughs> Dude, I, I think wish Provorov's got to focus. Provorov's got to focus on himself. Luongo was the captain. Vancouver. You know what I mean? Luongo was the captain. I guess yeah. he couldn't wear the Luongo C. Luongo no. Yeah. Yeah, because they can't leave like the crease. T- like they can leave the crease, but like you can't like go up and talk to the ref like at their little hemisphere in the in the middle. The ref the semicircle. circle. Yeah, the semicircle ref circle in the middle. Can't do it. Interesting. That's why. Yeah. Who I knows? would make Carter hard to. A captain. Not the I don't captain. know if I would. I don't know if I would, but just threw it out there. He literally holds like wins games single handedly. I don't know. I'm thinking saying, about it. You're there's saying been, you'd make our best player a lot of flyer captains. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, DJ? All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. there's been a lot of flyer captains that haven't been the best player. Jason Smith. Jason, like, yeah, Smith. Jason Smith. Oh, that's a catcher. Wasn't it's the first one that comes to mind. No, it's like the 2006. That's like the 2006 Flyers <laughs> that like came in like that got the JVR pick that should have gotten the first overall pick. Patrick Kane year. So that was the first the year of the NHL lottery. Lucky us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we still have JVR and Blackhawks still have Patrick Kane. <laughs> anyway, one of the teams there. All right. Do you guys want to pick teams, team TK or team lots? Or I think we can team skip lots. that. I all right, let's just rattle them off real quick. I'm team TK. I think I'm I think I'm lots. Lots. I think I'm gonna be alone. I'm team lots. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm only given taking... what you just said, dude. You just said the best player on the team should be the captain. You pick Lawton instead of TK. TK is not the best player on the team. At least we should have asked you for consistency. He's the best offensive player on the team. That's for sure. Right now. <laughs> You're yes. just a box of chocolates with, today. Without see? Coots on the team. What we're gonna Coots get. and Carter Hart are the best players on the team. Yeah. TK's yeah, I said I'd harder. have TK before I'd have Lawton. As the captain. Yeah, As yeah, the captain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, like, listen, It's it's a stupid little game, but, like, I don't think TK should like be the captain. I think he no. could earn an assistant captain, like yeah. truly, because like Torch said, he is leading by example out there. Um, no, nah, so I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would even give him a letter. If I'm dude, being I would love. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't admit. He just does it. Like I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's great off the ice. I don't know him personally. He just doesn't like. Just look. He just doesn't look like a guy with a letter. That would. It's just. He's just the goofy little fucker that scores goals now. Like it's fun. Like a little playmaker. Johnny's let him, got an agenda. Let him go. He's got let an agenda. Go. I would love No, to... I don't think I like I don't think it, that's a bad thing. I'm just speaking like he's just you just sort of like a goofy, like, you know, like like oh look at Captain TK coming in. Like hi hi hi. Like what's he what's he like really? Oh dude. Hi, hi, hi. I want to get TK on this podcast so bad so he can fucking chirp your ass. Probably be really good at it. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, that's one of his premier skills. So eat up, bud. <laughs> um, let's roll into post game. Uh, to start off post game, we got a question from Hogs from the Pod Street Bullies. He oh. wants to know why does Johnny suck? I can start on this. I one. well, I want to start with oh. this, and I'll let the room decide. I think it obviously has something to do with Johnny's upbringing, the way he is today. So. Oh. In a way, maybe we can blame his parents. For I the wasn't way he gonna is. go that deep, <laughs> you asshole. I was gonna dude. list reasons why he sucks. Like he's a I Yankees fan. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's what I'm saying. Not the cause of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the root. What is you wrong with you, man? Dude, you went too far. Dude. He's a Yankees fan. Nice. He um 
the shit talking that happens. He jumps around the agenda that we have set forth. Uh, he I sucks do. At, I do not follow the agenda. That's he bad. Su- he sucks at Chell and makes us lose. Wait a minute. What? Takes so many fucking high sticking penalties, dude. I'm he's, third he's on the team the in one. penalties now. No, always checks the penalty minutes. For the Hold team. on. I want to get a quote from Johnny. Who has the most goals for our Eshul team? Oh, Let DG. it be known you that, do. DG that is Coots the best offensive not, player Coots on the team. Has not played with DG us yet, is the best offensive player on the team. That is that is Coots far and away be. true. But he hasn't played a single game, and he's going to yeah, start out as a level zero, dude, and we're all level like forty nine. Right Imagine this: Coots is the a lot of work one to do. guy out of us who hasn't played a single game. It's almost like poetry that Kootsy is the one that hasn't played a game. I yet. know, crazy. He plays hockey in real life, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> But thank you for those kind words, fellas. That was very nice. You're welcome. Coots, why does Johnny suck? Coots is too nice to me. He, he I said it because he's always late. That's true. Oh, uh, that's also true. Yeah, here's the here's the thing with Johnny for all you listeners out there. We will, <laughs> we, we will schedule a time to record this podcast and we'll say 7:30 on a Tuesday or Wednesday night or Monday, whatever the fuck we're recording. Johnny will then proceed to say, I can't till 8:30. And then the day rolls around when we're recording and it's around, you know, 7, 7.30 and like maybe I'm online a little early getting ready, prepping the document and such. And then Johnny will out of nowhere be like, all right, boys, I'm ready. Uh, let's let's start up the episode now. And the, and all four of us or the rest of the three of us are like, dude, you literally said 8.30 a couple of days ago and now you're ready at 7.30. We're not getting on until 8.30. So that's just... I don't know if it's time management. I mean, something's got to something's up here, man. To be Luckily, fair, to be fair, the last like four months, I've been very, 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 very busy at work. So, not my fault for most of those. Some of them could have been prevented. Most of them could not. This is your that. job. I will this say is your that. job, I'm man. Very, very we busy. get paid really well by High and Wide to do this <laughs> podcast. Yep. <laughs> insert crickets there we need we need more merch we, we got the fans for it that's true yeah right, dg's right, got DG? the fan no dg's got the fans we don't got the fans hey, yeah i mean i got not. guys like cam atkinson <laughs> and ryan Giroux like in my tweet. Got guys like ryan guys Giroux. like ryan Giroux. oh dude you're dude, so cancel him dude i say guys uh, as a, as a you said gender no, neutral you said no you didn't no we all all right, dude. I don't fuck, think I'm getting canceled. So. I'm, not, up. I'm not cutting it. Nah. Dude, I don't give a shit. No, nope, we're not cutting it. No cuts. No cuts. Um, Johnny, this is another reason why Johnny sucked. He jumps the gun on everything. This is our second uh, piece for the post game. Uh, Matt Luff, notorious Time I Skates podcast guest. Uh, he has One been going two. through it. One of two. Not a big deal. Um, he has been going through it with the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, so if you if you don't know Matt Luff, he currently plays for the Detroit Red Wings. And you know, I think it was like a week or two ago, he got hit in the face with a puck, correct? And yeah, slid up his stick and hit him in the face. And he had to <laughs> get like a, a fuck ton of stitches. Uh we put a tweet out there with you know his black and bruised face and all the stitches. And then he had to wear a, a face mask for you know X amount of games. And literally the other day, the first game back Without a face mask on, you got big boy fucking Yuri Slavkovsky, your or Yuraj Slavkovsky, just fucking hit from behind, head first into the boards, and he immediately goes five in a game. In the locker room, yeah. I think Slav got suspended two games for that hit. Oh, dude, it was dirty as hell. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, was, game. it was. It was so. It was so malicious. It was so bad. There was no reason. Just and, literally shoves uh, him. Luffy's out ten to twelve weeks. Which dude, that bad? Sucked. Yeah, with an Jesus, upper dude, body dude. injury. I didn't we, know that was that bad. I saw that he was bleeding. Do you guys see a lot of it happen? Wish him the internally. best. Internally, the time my skates podcast curse. Both of our NHL guests are out like long out for the season. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell! Yeah, Luff's out. Luff's out four months. Cootsie, Dan Forrest out six months. Yeah, Cootsie, <laughs> I was talking to the boys before you joined us. Um, would love for you to try to reach out to those guys and see if they're all good. Yeah, I reached out to Dan Forth. I'll I'll reach out to Luff. Did he but holy you? fuck, dude. 
Dano, Dano would have got 50 points. Like I told him on the pod. Yeah. Like 40, 50 points. Dude, he, he was got that dude. great start of the year. Too. That's that was, that was honestly was very disappointing. I turned on funny story at the bar or at the hotel. I was at. I turned on the pod and they were pretty much like chirping him because he was in the line a position and they're like, see this, they got Dan forth here. If they had line a here. Maybe this goes in, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who was, but he what? ended up scoring. But he ended up scoring like a beauty goal, like the game, like a few games after, and then yeah, on the rush. Which podcast was that? Yeah, what podcast? No, um, I think I was, I think it was just listening or just on uh, NHL NHL, like network. Yeah, yeah, I think it was on the fly. Yeah, it was on the fly. Uh, While on the topic of injuries, I was gonna say, did you guys see what Evander Kane's wrists get? No, I couldn't feet. watch it. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. No, I, yeah, I know he's out four out. months. I know yeah, he's out four months, but like I, I saw the video creep up on my timeline, scrolled right past it, did not want to see it. That it actually happened like once Pat when Maroon I was skated into his. Well, dude, wrist. when I was playing, when I was playing one on one like one night, like when I was, right here on your wrist. Ah, yeah. oh, Jesus. Yeah, dude. When I was playing he, one like, night, that happened. Ran to the it was bad. When I was playing one night, that happened. Like someone, like it was like a battle in the corner. And the guy and one of our my defensemen stepped on uh oh another player right on the yep right on the right. Yep, bad no good and I, as soon as I like once you see that because I was in goal so I I was in goal so I looked to my right and I'm like oh fuck no and then I was oh, like all right shit. would you say that's the worst injury you encountered playing growing I, up? I, that I've seen yeah dude we had to end there we ended the, there was like seven eight ten minutes left in the game we had to end it <laughs> can't play after that dude yeah and uh. That's that was devastating. In high school, uh, one of the defensemen on my team he was a he was a big dude. He broke this dude's femur Oof. on a hit, and I shit you not, the kid uh. was wailing right in front of the bench, and like it's sad, but like a lot of the guys on my team were just sitting there chirping him, calling him, calling him a pussy, and then we and then we find out that he fucking. Broke his femur in half, couldn't walk again for six months. Probably never played hockey again. See, mine was empathetic. Yours, you just look like an asshole. I didn't say I did. I said people. Oh, you joined in. We know, DG, you joined in. (laughs) But no, that was uh, that was the worst injury I've ever seen. Just to hear a kid just screaming right in front of you because he broke it. Like his the femur for. If you guys don't know, it's the thickest bone on the human body, and an and a eighth grader broke someone's place. femur. What what so did you, you say? Drink your milk, That's why you drink your milk? <laughs> drink your milk, boys. <laughs> Hold open. Hey, oh, not, not on the. <laughs> okay. Speaking of of meaty thighs, Coos, do you want to talk about the Crosby Ovi thing? <laughs> oh yeah i just thought it was pretty cool that um so apparently Sidney crosby sent the question out to uh one of the interviewers to ovechkin and the question was if anyone could play on our line who would it be um so whoever the third person would be on their line uh and ovechkin said uh Brashear. Donald Brashear. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, Brashear. Brashear would make room for us out there. Maybe fight some people. We could just skate around there and do everything, anything we want. Said something like that. I thought it was pretty funny. But if you had to put anyone in the middle of Ovi and Sid, who would it be? Oh, in the middle, centering them. Or when Sid just I was thinking, Sid yeah, Sid would be center. Yeah. I was thinking a wing. Like in the middle, you the center, on the wing. So. Yeah, on the wing. I like what Ovi's thinking though. I would have to definitely do an enforcer. You got to go well, with like the, from I, any time, from, Delorier, from any time that Delorier they played, the, or from like, current NHL players, current or yeah, this is current or they I'd went, I, I don't current. know, and Connor McDavid, like probably current. Yeah, I'm thinking more of like a meshing the line aspect. I'm thinking uh, like a power forward would fit with those guys. Speed, Crosby's though. the all around, Ovi's the sniper goal scorer. Then you need a power forward to grind in the corners. Well, like you have Ovi Crosby as like, Crosby's really good around the net. Like he's not like not like a JVR type, obviously, obviously, but like a guy that can. Like, <laughs> Are you like, sure? Seri- seriously, like obviously. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking more like an Adam Oates type, someone to dish mm. the puck around, one of the best passers of all time. Maybe something oh. like that, or I could go Oppo and go Bob Probert. Same idea as Obi. Well, oh, 
Because he was kind of skilled, too. People don't know. Bob Probert, very skilled. Eric Lindros. He's a center, though. Crosby's That's a match. He can play on the put, wing. Put, put Crosby at wing. Scott Hartnell? Yeah. Scott Hartnell. Jeremy Yager, like what are we doing? Mario, <laughs> like we already have two. Of, you have two of the top ten best you know, players. You know what time. the answer is? Anybody can be that third. Yeah, goddamn it doesn't player. matter, dude. <laughs> Could be fucking it's, Chris Vandevelde. It's like in fucking growing up. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> like look at their points, dude. Oh, it's like cookies. It's like growing up with your club teams, where like you put two really good players with a shit player, just because you know that shit player Even isn't going to stand out that much because yeah. you got the other two guys yeah. on the line. <laughs> This is how it goes. All right, Bruce. Real quickly, I just wanted to run okay. through the division leaders and get quick thoughts. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the Atlantic Boston's 11 and 2. In the Metro, New Jersey is 10 and 3. And in the Central, Winnipeg's 8 and 3. And in the Pacific, Vegas is 12 and 2. So those are all the division leaders. You the big the surprises for me, I think, that. are the Devils and the Bruins and Winnipeg, honestly. I think, yeah. You want to? You want to know the saddest part? I said Winnipeg that? would be good too. Thank you. Go ahead. Well. Go ahead, Johnny. The Boston Bruins are still without their best defenseman too. Yeah, they still don't have Charlie McAvoy. It's crazy. Still don't I thought have the, I, didn't, I think they're missed. Lindholm has been playing crazy good. <sighs> what a trade deadline good. deal that was. That was such a good deal by a boss. God damn it. They always do everything. <laughs> they Devils, I don't know. I mean, they're just a young team. So, like, to see yeah. them have this, well, like, like we said, like, we were talking about the Flyers earlier. I mean, 12, 13 games. Hamilton's sick, though. But I think what they're doing is kind of sustainable because they've been fucking good. And, like, their team is good. Like, I honestly no more, think no more S word for you. No. No. Sustainable. <laughs> and then you said, you said Winnipeg, Z? Yes, for Brad. Yeah, that was a big surprise. <laughs> that's I thought a, they were that's sort a on the decline. Yeah, that's a very big surprise. Who? Who? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Oh. Who else is in the division? Dallas kinda... in that one, right? Yeah. Brutal. They're Dallas playing is probably too, right though. behind them. I mean, right? Colorado, Dallas. Yeah. It's Colorado's Winnipeg, on Dallas, the Stanley Colorado. Cup hangover still. And then Chicago, Arizona, Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis. Well, yeah, St. Louis is below sense. all of them. That's embarrassing. That's booty cheeks. That league. Do we think? Fellas, what what do we think Blackhawks and uh and Patty Kane? Are we are they gonna trade him? Yes, and I think, I think they should. Get... They gotta they gotta maximize that fucking trade. Then I don't know how much time they're running out. He's not doing much, just staying there on this low lowly team. They traded everyone else but him and Taves. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense at all. They did they they're holding on to their highest valued asset until yeah. when his prime. Because well, he's he still ha- does a, he have a huge team player. or something, or is he? Oh, I'm sure he does, but like I don't think that's what hold what's holding up the trade. I just don't like it. Like the reports are saying that they haven't even like approached or talked about it. Like, mm-hmm. which is a lie, probably. I'm sure they have, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. what Back what channels. do you wait for? If anything, they could have traded him over the summer and got a huge haul where teams have more flexibility, roster wise and cap wise. They traded away the their young players that they could have built the next team around, and they kept yeah. the guys that are aging out. I, well, no one's going to take those sense. contracts. But I thought yeah, what are they stupid. Ten million a year. Yeah, I, th- I still. Think I would take Patrick Kane at six million. Are you kidding me? Forty percent retain or fifty percent retain? You can do. Yeah, but would you take Patrick Kane at that price when DeBrink gets up for grabs? Nope. You know I what I mean. Have DeBrink it. Well, no, but like he doesn't diminish what kind of player Patrick Kane is still. Like he's still an ultra good player. productive yeah. player. Still a great player. To the Flyers, he's going. That would be hilarious. He's probably going to the Rangers, if anybody. Or the Buffalo Sabres. Buffalo. hey <laughs> That'd be cool, actually. That's his team, his childhood team. That would make a lot of sense. Another thing that we didn't mention, did you guys see York's uh, overtime winner? Yeah, oh, a little wave. To lock right off. Yeah. Gave a little wave. That's pretty cool. Cocky. Lock <laughs> right it. It's playing nah, good no, down he there. Cocky. It's He's lighting up there. the AHL. He'll be back soon. Hopefully, I would hope so, man. Get fucking Sealer out of his lineup. I know he's like, I, I think fucking. No, he's t- that's towards his golden season. child, dude. That's his golden <laughs> child. There's kind no of... way. There is no way Nick Sealer is coming out of the top six. <laughs> Braun will get benched before Sealer at this point. It's wild, dude. Yeah, Sealer, honestly, who did hasn't Sealer been that fight bad. the other day. It just melted him. 
Oh, dude, he he pummeled him, dude. Was it on right. the blue? Dude, it's so dude, fun to have Sealer, Sealer, Delorean, McEwen. Didn't he fight it was Shen? Shen? Yeah, it was, it was great. It was yeah. Shen. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that was right. the first Shen fight of the game, up. and then McEwen fought like two minutes later. Yeah. I was hoping Deloria would get his turn. All three of them fought. I know the trio in the box. They're too afraid so. of Deloria. I did see someone try to start something with like Sandheim behind the net, and Deloria just came in hot. Yeah, I saw that. And I think stopped I was, it I think immediately. I and I was like, you. sweet. Dude, that's it's so fun to have guys bucks. like that. Yeah. yeah, seriously, it's so fun to have guys like that that literally just it's like, nice will to have come a tough over. team again. Yeah, like, dude, it's have, so it's much like, fun. It left when we lost Simmer. Well, dude, you even see Sanheim like push and shove, like and yeah, start yeah, shit yeah. after the whistle too. Who, it's like, who, oh, was it with the Brinket or no Kachuk? They got like tied up, and he like fucking just pushed his smushed his face in the ice. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I know. It, you know, I know when you when you like those th- when you have three guys like that, like that makes everyone play bigger. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it, it's so true. And I know a lot of people online are like, oh, hit, yeah, they can hit, they can fight. Yeah, great. We need goal. Like, it really does make you play, like, better when you have those guys and more confident. It's yeah. made this team watchable, and it's actually an exciting team to watch. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all about fun. it. I'm having a lot of fun, and I hope it can That's all that matters. Exactly. Dude, Delory is fucking nine shots on goal. Ripping it out there. <laughs> it's more than uh. <laughs> Morgan Frost. Hey, I like our fourth line. What's his like shooting that. percentage? Is that sustainable? It's probably zero, right? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Uh, no, it's a. Does he have a goal? Eleven point one. Yeah, he has a goal and two assists. Same, three three points. Same as a. Not bad. Said lack and sealer. Anyway, uh, that wraps up this episode of Time My Skates. Please like, comment, and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Time My Skates Pod, and listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review on Apple and Spotify. I'm Z for DG, for Johnny, for Cootsie. We'll see you guys next time.